I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself and for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombus. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombus.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. Hello. Morning. Sorry I'm late. My commute was awful today. <laughs> Two seconds, there's a girl putting stuff in my bin outside. Oh. What? Who, who is oh, it? I don't know. She's, she's just putting stuff in my bin. Go on, shout out the window. No, I wonder if she's like a delivery chick. She's a what? Let me have what? a look. You don't put things in the bin if you're in. Everyone knows everyone's in. I'll have a look in a minute. But why put it in the bin? Why don't you go and look? Come on, let's do this. You want us to go outside? Yeah. Go and see what's in the bin. Hang on, okay. I feel like we should have some type of... <clears> um, you know, like Jaws music or something dramatic. I don't play Jaws. I'm scared of sharks. Oh no, she's still in the car. Right, go out. Come on, let's confront her. Yeah, we're there for you, Claire. <laughs> You're not alone. <laughs> oh, hang on, she's just here. Hi. What a lovely note. Hi. Oh, thank you. Social distancing live. With Claire Waters the plants. Oh, thank you so much. Thank you. Take care. That's so lovely. Thank you. What is it? Flowers. Flowers. I've got some flowers. In the bin. Thank you. She was so lovely. She's actually written, get this, lovely notes on your window. <laughs> oh, but hang on a minute, Claire. What if you'd never seen them and then you, the, ne- the next time you just threw your bag in the bin? I know. Jeff, I can't hear you. Are you trying to talk, Jeff? No, I'm bewildered. Do you know what this is? I'll give her a little wave. Jeff, this is a setup. This is because of the time I had scones arrive on the last podcast. She's basically paid somebody <laughs> she knows to drop round flowers in the middle of the recording. Don't you think it's a bit suspicious? I think it's a bit suspicious, but I'm looking forward to next week when you try and one-up her. <laughs> I'm wondering what's going to accidentally oh. turn up. Someone's just parked oh, a Ferrari outside sorry. my house. Oh, they're just putting oh, the keys yeah. through the letterbox. So they've, they've, they've popped it in the bin. There's a lovely note. But <laughs> well, she was dead canny. She's made my morning. Hi, guys. Oh, <sighs> I'm out of breath. What's making me suspicious, Steph, is the fact that she's yeah. she's not bringing the flowers in. <laughs> have you noticed? Oh, that's a good point. We've not actually seen these flowers. We have no that's evidence. Right. She's now running around the house going, have I got I'm any flowers? Right she's in the garden. <laughs> She's in the garden with a pair of scissors. Here we go, here we go. Oh, it's bluebells. <laughs> oh, dandelions, nice. Ah, <laughs> oh, there we go. There you go. There they we are go. beautiful. Oh, they are lovely. They're lovely, aren't they? Anyway, so here we are. 
to do Good another morning. podcast. Good morning. <laughs> Good afternoon. I don't even know what time it is, what day it is, anything. So, do you remember last week I was chatting about the pressure of socialising online and I was asking about excuses to try and get out of things online. I think I've hit on something here because I got so many messages from people telling me um, the things that they've been saying. Have you, are you two still into all your online socialising? Claire, you will be because you're, you, you're, you love organising things. You remember when you organised my baby shower? You were like on it like a bonnet. Oh, I did. I love that. Yeah. I've had enough. We're doing a weekly quiz and that's fine. But the work meetings, the Zoom meetings... I've had enough. People obviously have this need to have pointless bloody meetings. Just as, as in the office, there are endless bloody meetings that nobody needs, nobody wants, but we all have to bloody show our faces at. Stick your, your bit in so you don't look like a loser. Stick then, your bit in? What kind of meetings are you doing? <laughs> you know what I mean? But you've got to kind of say something, even though you've got nothing to say. You know, you've got to sit and nod at Barry, who's boring on, and, oh, yeah, well said, Barry. And... Instead of using this opportunity to kind of say, enough of that, it's a load of crap, people have got this innate need to sit and stare at each other. Barry's there on Zoom now, still as boring. <laughs> oh, it's driving me nuts. I'm really quiet in mine. Are you? Yeah, not normal. Yeah, I just mute. Hey, listen to this, right? It, now, Jeff, I've got the perfect way for you to get out of Zoom meetings. Are you ready for this? And this came from... Oh, please. This idea has come from a 10-year-old child, and it's probably the most genius thing I have heard in 2020, right? And this is... Um, the little kid's mum posted this. She's called Angie, and she said, Just found the kid playing with her dog instead of Zooming with her teacher. She told me not to worry... She took a screenshot of herself paying attention, then cut her video and replaced it with the picture. It's a gallery view of 20 kids, Mum. They can't tell. That is brilliant. Isn't that, that genius? Is genius? How old is this child? Ten. Amazing. Ten. This child should be Prime Minister. No, that's not Prime Minister material. That's Dominic Cummings, isn't it? Yeah, it is. <laughs> that's spin. Spin doctor. <laughs> <laughs> But isn't oh, that amazing? I, like, I really want to try that now. Just do a shot of me grinning. Do you know what? Claire's not said much recently for the last five minutes. <laughs> I, honestly, I'm so not technical. I wouldn't know what on earth to do. <laughs> she says that. She says. <laughs> I love the kids' coolness as well of just saying, it's all right, ma'am, I've got this covered. Like, Just chill. And not even thinking they were in trouble for it. They're just like, oh, don't worry. <laughs> and if you were the teacher, you'd think, Oh, that kid's fine. I don't need to yeah. worry about that. See, that I'd child. like that. Yeah, same. I absolutely agree. Because it is, but I mean, if you were the parent of that child, you would have to also tell them off, wouldn't you, Claire? Nah, I wouldn't. I'd be like, that's genius. Crack on. <laughs> I love stuff like that. I would reward their ingenuity and then tell the lazy ass to get back in the lesson yeah. and learn yeah. something. Yeah, because there is that problem. Yeah. I do Brilliant. Love, it love that. Yeah, so... Here, I've got a good one. Yeah. I've got a good one with a friend recently. So we were all supposed to do a game a couple of weeks ago. <laughs> Bongos, bingos, fantastic. But one of my friends, she was just like, I honestly don't want to wake those kids. I've had enough of them. I don't want to be jumping around my house and getting Larry and the kids to wake up. She was like, I can't bear it. I can't do it. Do you know what? I bet she doesn't even have kids, does she? 
No, that would be really clever. They're like Claire's flowers. <laughs> they're, all, they're always just out of shot. Yeah. <laughs> My wife's kind of 90% made up of brass neck. She just said yesterday, she was invited to a Zoom meeting. She didn't even consider thinking of an excuse. She said, no, I've just had enough of them. That's it. I'm <laughs> just straight down the line. Brilliant. I've had enough of them. I'm sick of them. <laughs> And I don't want to do it. And they, and they went, okay, Brilliant. fine. I love it. I love that. More of that, please. You know, it depends yeah. on what it is, doesn't it? It depends on what it, like, is it a quiz or is it a get? Like, what is it and who's it with? Because actually, we're doing, like, family quizzes, like, nearly every week. It takes half an hour before you get everyone sorted. And then they go on for so long. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, and also... How do you leave? Well, you can't if you're in a quiz. Yeah, because it's a bit like you don't want to be the mm-hmm. first to leave the party. But also, what do you say? Actually, quite a few people have said this to me on um, on Twitter, is they're really struggling to bring things to a close. So what's your advice, Claire, on how you leave a meeting or an online quiz or whatever it is you're doing? So I think I think a quiz you probably can't, not unless, you know, not unless the kids wake up. Wink, wink. <laughs> did you see that, Jeff? Claire just did the creepiest wink I've ever seen. <laughs> oh, don't. <laughs> um, but, you know, I've had um, some suggestions from people as well. So Louise said to me on Twitter, I just say, I need a wee now. And that kind of does the job. No one can argue with that. And that's true, isn't it? Yeah, but... You, yeah, but that's true. It doesn't take long to have a wee. Mm-hmm. How big's the house? How yes. far away's the toilet? Just... <laughs> We'll wait for you. Oh, yeah, but yeah, you can't... Yeah, I don't think a week... You, I don't think that's a good excuse to leave, you? to actually leave. No, yeah, but... Because, yeah, Jeff's right, you can come back. much better off, But then, I hang on. Go on. So, sorry, Jeff, go on. Think better off... Net connection problem. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I was going to say, Jeff, you're breaking I, up. I know. That was clever. I thought he was having a stroke. But... <laughs> <laughs> You've done that before. You were too good at that. Honestly, I was looking at your image thinking the image hasn't frozen. I think he's having a stroke. <laughs> the thing is, you can't wait for someone to have a wee. Because coming back to the very first podcast we ever did, I would have wee anxiety. I wouldn't be able to wee. So it, this could be 30 minutes of me just sat on the loo. Is everyone just going to sit there on the Zoom or their quiz or whatever it is waiting? Nah, because normally if someone's desperate, they're desperate to go. Well, do you you know what happened to this woman as well? The woman who said, uh, I need a wee now. She said (laughs) she did accidentally answer a call once while saying the words, how the F do I decline this? Oh, hello. (gasps) Lovely to see you. (laughs) Oh, no. Oh, that's good. I like that. Yeah. But for your wee anxiety, Steph, maybe the thing to do is paint a little nice background, take it upstairs and start the meeting sitting on the toilet <laughs> and just put your background behind you. Nobody will ever know you're there. And then just cough. Until? Until the until, moment comes. Yeah, because then how do you wipe? Oh, uh, please don't ever sit on the toilet. Everyone would see you wiping. Yeah, no. And then what happens if you forget and then you get up and everyone sees your muff? <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> I've lost you. You're both, like, so disgusted at the thought of my muff. They have a froze, Jeff. <laughs> Internet <laughs> connection. <laughs> Next week. <laughs> Steph, honestly, I've got no words for that. Uh, I'll, I'll move on, eh? Right. I've got a couple more for you. 
So Phyllis says, I've used the line, I've got a client who can only do that time. That's a good one, That's isn't it? That's really, no, 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 yeah. No, no, no. Because then they say, all right, well, we'll do half an hour later. We haven't got much on. Nah, yeah. I'd be a good friend. I'd be like, you crack on. You've got to speak to that client. I'll just watch the TV. Because the other one's yeah. probably thinking the same thing. Well, exactly. Nobody wants to be in these bloody meetings. Why don't we just all somehow shut it down? The thing is, though, some people really might... It might be their only bit of, like, communication for the day. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. All right, Good make point. me feel bad. Some people might really... Lo- <laughs> Sorry, Jeff. Some people might really look forward to that Friday night or Tuesday night or whatever it might be. Uh, thinking, you know what I mean? I'm thinking of work meetings. Oh, well, that's different. It is different. But that, you know... Yeah. Um, that's what the podcast is meant to be about. <laughs> <laughs> is it sorry i don't bloody know sorry producer jeff i'm gonna tell you some more yeah I do this Go is my it. favorite one can i just I say think. i love the name phyllis i know yeah, phyllis like is a good well. name isn't it yeah yeah. It was, I, like, I, yeah yeah well done phyllis for a cool name yeah. um sam less exciting name yeah but i, I like sam I saw, I've, I've, if i had had a lad sam would have been right up there is in my it, top choices. it could be samantha though well yeah i haven't said whether it's a boy or a girl yeah I'm sexist as well. All right, cheers. Yeah, you are. really laying it in today, Claire. You went straight in there, Jeff, on the blog. Anyway, anyway. Sam says that uh, the excuse they use, uh, if you notice, I'm not using an uh, inappropriate pronoun there. You're not? Yeah. It could be Sam Smith. <gasps> yes. So Sam's line that they use is, my shopping is being delivered between five and seven, so I can't make the family video chat. Sorry. That's a good one. That's a harsh one, that. That's a two-hour win. That's a two-hour window. I That's like that. That's a good two-hour slot. <laughs> yes, yeah. See, that wouldn't wash with my lot. Yeah. Nah, they'd just be like, it's fine. You can just go out the door and grab it while it comes in. Yeah. There's a lot of people who agree with you, Jeff. though, pretending your internet connection's down. And Andy says, my best escape clause is my broadband is wonky and keeps dropping out. But actually... It was, but now it's been fixed. I just seem to have neglected to tell anyone about that for some reason. I wonder if he's neglecting to tell work. Yeah. Yeah. The people at work who just need to hear their own voices blathering on. I'm guilty of it myself now, but bloody hell. That's almost like to justify as well the roles. It's like, really? The whole world is like not business as usual. Have you got those people who have to have the last word in the meeting? So even though it's all wrapping up, there's one person on my regular meetings who always has to say something right at the end. And it's like some flipping big profound statement and everyone's like, mate, I've got a cheese toasty on the go here. I just want to go and sort that out. It's going to burn in the grill at this rate. Actually, in my toasty makeup, which I cannot live without in lockdown, can I just point out. Um, but like, like what, are you, what are you wanging on for? But the problem then is, once you spot that person, you become determined, once they've finished their last word, to just say something to annoy them. Totally. And then they try and get another word in. Oh. And then before you know it, my cheese toasty's burnt. Yeah, but it's, it's been sacrificed for a greater good. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, cheese toasty. Mm. Claire's shopping this moment. <laughs> so, I've got a great one for you. I've got a friend who, during her meeting with work whatever they do zoom or whatever it is that they do they have a little sideline 
little group set up. It's just a couple of them, I think. And they have, they picked at the start of this, there were certain words that people kept on saying. So um, going forward, thinking out of the box, all of those buzzwords. Yeah, things like that. Or certain, yeah. So apparently they, um, they both do like a shots game. So they text each other like, you know, you've got these emojis. And they do like yeah. a, a shot and they're like drink or shot or whatever it is. Yeah. And they go through the meeting like that. That's very amusing. <gasps> I love it. Well, so they, they're drinking through the meeting. So they're, they're, they're fake drinking. So it's almost like, you know, if you're out and you say, you know, like that Roxanne song, you ever done the Roxanne shot game? No. Well, Roxanne, you've never done the, the sting, Roxanne? Me and you no. have never done that. Eh, oh, no, okay. I mean, unless I was hammered and can't remember, but can you recap for me? Possibly. Yeah, like, so you, you do, like, the, the song, the Sting song, Roxanne. No. And every time the word Roxanne's mentioned, you've got to take a shot. Still remind me of the song. I don't even know the song. Oh, come on, I'm not singing the song. Remember, oh, I just, just a bit of it a while ago. It's just Roxanne, isn't it? I'm, I'm, Steph, I'm not singing. I love you very much, but I'm not singing for Roxanne. you. Roxanne! That one! <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's cleaned it up, yeah. I, I don't yeah, know what you mean. One. Jeff, don't you think it sounds a bit like Claire knows this story a bit too well? Did you see that? She just <laughs> wagged a finger at you as if to say, don't you dare. No. <laughs> <laughs> I'd love to come up with something that cool, but I didn't. <laughs> she keeps doing that creepy don't wink. Stop with that wink. We know it was... Claire, we know that it's you that's doing this shot game. <laughs> It's you, isn't it? Honestly, if I was that cool, I'd be very impressed. <laughs> hiding under the hoodie doesn't help. It's you, isn't it? Admit it. I should be hiding under the hoodie anyway. Honestly, I need to do some Joe Wicks exercise, I think. I hate these camera calls. This is what we call a diversion, Jeff. Look at this. Watch this skill she has of diverting away from uh, <laughs> something she doesn't want to talk about. Wasn't that cool, though? That's a really cool thing to do. Keeps you entertained, surely, right? I imagine it would, Claire, yeah? Yeah. <laughs> Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction and free shipping. And that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements. Featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus. Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Anyway, anyway. So Michelle says, thank God I've got a dog. 
because what she'll do is go, oh, sorry, I've got to let you go. The dog's looking at me with pleading eyes to go for a walk. I'll ring you later. I mean, that's not a great excuse. Pleading eyes? That's rubbish. You know, like... (laughs) (laughs) I think that's quite a good one. What? Pleading? My dog's got pleading eyes. So bloody what? (laughs) Just a note. The whole bloody point of dogs is they've got all, they've always got pleading eyes. Yeah, they do. Have you seen the meme of that dog though that's hiding on top of the cupboard? And it's like it's sick of its life because everyone's begging it to like go for walks and the dog's having too many walks. <laughs> you know, because you only get one form of exercise, yeah. but this dog's taken out all the time. It's great. <laughs> Any more excuses, Steph? Yes. Do you know what? There were loads. This is one of those tweets that got an enormous response from people. Uh, one of my favourites. It's not you, it's my bandwidth. <laughs> oh, I love that. But do you know what, <laughs> That's right? really clever. Honestly, some people, though, are so sensitive. Like, this one person absolutely kicked off about the fact I'd put out this tweet, right? I'm just going to read you it because it actually made me howl with laughter. Um, hang on a sec. I've just got to find it. Uh... <clears throat> oh, no, she's deleted the tweet. Oh, the person who was means deleted it. Oh, I'm so gutted. So basically, vaguely what they'd said was something like, typical media trying to put a negative slant on things. We've only been in lockdown for three weeks and look at all the negativity you're trying to put out on the media. And I was like, eh? It was just a bit of fun. I was looking at the funny excuses people are giving for getting out of online socialising. She obviously isn't watching your um, positive happy hour. I know, yeah. But also seems to be confusing this podcast with, <laughs> with with anything that's got any kind of clout or influence or reach. I know, yes, yeah. I know. Eight people in <laughs> bedrooms around the country <laughs> listening by mistake. <laughs> I think that's a bit optimistic. It's probably about two people listening to this. But do you know what made me laugh the most was she used all the hashtags like hashtag be kind, hashtag be positive, and yet it sent me like a really aggressive message going on about how negative I'd been. And oh, I was like, so ironic. Uh, a bit negative of you to assume the worst. But there we are. I bet they're one of those. Uh, what are those people called? Stacey Dooley did a program about them. Those people who've had bunkers for years and they've kind of equipped them with a thousand tins of beans. The ones that are super prepared. Super prepared. They've got guns and. Oh, God yeah, knows those what. weirdos, basically. I'm going to sneeze. Sorry. Oh. No, I held in a sneeze. That's not good for you. What do you call it when you sneeze and you pump at the same time? A disaster. <laughs> <laughs> Especially from you. <laughs> a snump. Is it a snump? I've never heard If you that sneeze before, in your pump. Ever. I did that the other day and it really made me howl. I sneezed and I pumped at the same time. That I've never heard of that being a thing. <laughs> so you snumped and then you laugh. Yeah. And I probably wet myself to be honest. But I'm gonna keep admitting that in every podcast, aren't I? A sneeze, um a sneeze is supposed to be something like a sixteenth of an orgasm, isn't it? Just a little fact for you. Yeah. I thought it was an eighth. Oh, is it an eighth? Oh, well, okay. If you have eight Death sneezes, sneezing. that's the equivalent of an orgasm. I mean, after eight sneezes, I normally have a nosebleed, but there we are. What the? What? Oh, <laughs> I'm so far it's, out of my comfort zone. It's too zone. much for Jeff. <laughs> no idea what God, this is about. too much for a morning podcast, this. Eesh. Jeff, are you holding a comb? <laughs> I am. I don't know why. Why? I don't know. It's not like I've used one in six months. <laughs> 
No, I'll tell you what it was, relating back to uh, uh, last podcast and the one before. It's I'm not snumped. <laughs> it's not. No, <laughs> my, the, uh, my youngest cut my missus's hair um, to reveal more <gasps> of the brass neck. So, so that's why the comb's out. Oh. oh, I love that. How did it go? Did it did it look all right? Looks really good. Yeah, it's good. It's good. She's done a good job. Yeah. Oh, nice. Better than the bird box. I swear to God. We made a bird box. I yesterday. love the way he's looking around to see if anyone can hear him, not knowing he's recording it for a podcast that's no. going to go out. <laughs> no, I'm going to show you a picture of the bird box because it's so bad. We made one. You know, everyone's doing these little projects with their kids to try and keep them entertained. Um, hang on. Look at this. It looks like some kind of World War Two bunker. Oh, that, oh, oh, that's does, not great. I swear to God, the birds are flying past and looking at it going, no, thank you. Turning their beaks up like I'm not living there. That's good to know because you guys seem super kind of one of those super talented families. So I'm really pleased that I've seen something that you can't do. That's really delightful. <laughs> It looks like something from the 1960s, like those concrete flat things that were built. It looks like one of them, doesn't it? I can't even make out what it looks like. It's that bad. Do you know what? Actually, it's a beautiful, brutalist piece of architecture <laughs> that's the equivalent of Preston bus station in its magnificence. So uh, actually, Claire, we've achieved something quite special. Well, there you go. You tell yourself that, Jeff. <laughs> I like to think that there's just a little bit of hope for all of us non-talented people. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, can I? Uh, I need to change the tone a bit of this chat because obviously there is a lot of serious stuff going on at the minute, isn't there? And um, with everything going on, there's people dying, and it's just absolutely well, it's horrendous, isn't it? Um, and we don't know how long it's going to go on for. And obviously, as as it does go on for longer, more and more families are being affected by this. And I'd like to say that our podcast listeners are, are in a way, a family to us, aren't they? They're Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Yeah, tuning in every week and actually makes it all worthwhile getting their messages and getting, you know, finding out what's been going on in their lives and the daft things that have happened in their workplace. Um, and... We have had some amazing emails and there was one email in particular that came in from two nurses called Jenny and Ruth. And as you know, you know, nurses are absolutely keeping us all together at the minute. You just see really, don't you, how um, selfless they are. The fact that they're putting themselves in danger to care for other people is is just unbelievable. Um, Mm -hmm, Absolutely. And unfortunately, uh, you know, I've got a bit of bad news to share on this because... Um, Jenny and Ruth who emailed um, Jenny emailed me again a a couple of days ago to say that um, Ruth has died and I know it's and she sent the most beautiful email and also I I think we should definitely dedicate this show to to Ruth because it sounds like Ruth and Jenny when they were working together as nurses had the best time as well as looking after everyone and just being amazing they also had a right laugh and so I want to end the show by telling you all about what they did one day at work that had us in stitches when we read this email because it's brilliant um Dear team, back in the early 80s, I was a student nurse working under the supervision of a very strict but effective ward sister on a surgical ward, E1, at Oldham Hospital. It was the day of the consultant's ward round and all the curtains were closed around every bed. 
Silence reigned. Me and my friend Ruth were sent off to wash bedpans and put them into an industrial steriliser. Yes, there were no paper mache bedpans then. I decided that the ward sister wouldn't realise if me and Ruth went to the kitchen for a cuppa. I've always been a bit of a rebel and it was me who persuaded Ruth this was manageable. Whilst the sterilisation process was going on, I like to call this effective time management. We filled the giant steriliser, which was in effect like a huge kettle, placed the shiny bedpans into it and went for a sneaky brew. Fast forward about half an hour and we could both hear shouts of, Where a guinea and boot! Our unfortunate surnames. We made haste to the ward across a short corridor from the kitchen to find it six inches deep in water in its entirety. I had somehow left the tap to the steriliser running and the water had flooded the whole area. The consultant was standing holding his trousers up to stop them from getting any wetter. The ward round trolley was more like a boat and me and Ruth had to overcome our own hysteria at the sight of a sister paddling up the centre of the ward saying everyone stay on your beds because all the curtains remain closed. Obviously we were told off and we had to clear the water with minimal help and looks of disgust from other staff but we've held on to that memory which is almost 40 years old. I can still visualise the indignation of the consultant and the sister's angry face plus various objects like slippers and newspapers floating around in the water. <laughs> the That's best fantastic. part, however, was me and Ruth walking to the bus stop after our shift, helpless with laughter. What a Monday <laughs> that was. We hope you like the story. Me and Ruth remain firm friends 40 years on. We still spend time together and always have a chuckle and a chortle about what happened on E1 Ward. Oh, that's fantastic. What a beautiful memory. Isn't that brilliant? Brilliant. I love it. It's so funny as well. I love the vision of them drinking tea and then just the ward filling up with more and more water and the consultant absolutely raging because he's got wet feet. See, that's the beauty of a cup of tea with a friend. And it's that thing of... (laughs) Of how an incident like that can cement a friendship at work that you that will keep you going for the next forty years, as as she says. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, brilliant. Yeah, beautiful. I know it's such a cracker of a story. So I, I'm really grateful we were sent that. So I'm just going to read you um, Jenny's email, which came in a couple of days ago. So, um, dear team, I've been following your podcast and love it. Phew, we've got one person who likes it. Thank God. Um, <laughs> However, I'm writing with some devastating news. My dear friend Ruth, who starred in the story we sent you, has died this week. She was such a beautiful friend and person. So I would love it, because I hope Ruth is listening from her cloud somewhere, if you could mention her somewhere in your podcast as a lasting memory to her sense of humour, brilliance as a nurse, mother, sister, grandmother and friend who had a fabulous ability to pull me out of some sad times in my life. She was always top in the student cohort of 1980 and the tutors relished her as a role model. This week, the world has lost a star in Ruth. I'm heartbroken that I'll never get another hug from Ruth, another phone call from Ruth or any more WhatsApps or voice cordings which were filled with love and hilarity. Sending kindest regards to you all and please stay safe. With love, Jenny Clark. It just puts everything in perspective, doesn't it? Doesn't it just? What a beautiful friendship they had. I know, I know. And how amazing is Jenny as well for 
putting it so thank you so much for sending that in yeah thank you thanks jenny and sharing those memories with us and everybody else yeah <laughs> oh man you're done for me then i know we're... i know i think we should just leave it there shouldn't we yeah yeah. Um, I feel like I've got to take the piss out of you or something, Jeff. Though, just Go that's on. what Ruth would have wanted. She would have loved it. Oh, <laughs> she would have. Can, have, we have can, can we have intellectual moment? <laughs> can we at least get Confucius or someone on board for this? Um, I'm going to have to do the jingle. Go on then. But <laughs> here we go. Jeff's intellectual moment. I've got nothing. <laughs> <laughs> Who said that? That must be a great phrase from someone. I've got nothing. Beckett. Beckett. There you go. <laughs> he must have said that at some point. Uh, right. We Let's wrap things up. What are, what are we going to do next week? I tell you what, anybody who's got any more stories, we do love them. So do send them into what's it again? Not bad for a Monday at hotmail.com. Do please yeah. go and like, subscribe to the podcast. And next week, what are we going to do? I think we should do a bit more about key workers and their stories so if you're a key worker who's out there at the minute grafting let's share if you've got any funny things that are happening through all of this yeah darkness let us know and then we will mm-hmm. we will share them i think that's a good that's probably a, good a good shout isn't it yeah yeah but thank you ever so much for everything you're sending in we love hearing from you oh, right time for a cheese toasty <laughs> See you later, kids. See you later. Yeah. Right. Okay. Bye, guys. Love you. Ta-da. Bye. Want flexibility? Take yoga. Want flexibility with your health insurance? Check out United Healthcare Insurance Plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly medical, dental, and vision coverage that may be right for you. More at UH1.com. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear, and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus. Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.